Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to One for the Road, the podcast about running and the rest of your life. On this episode, we bring back our runners' highs and runners' lows, recap the races we have in the plan for the first half of the year, we talk about our favourite museums in the London series and discuss how muddling along just fine is the best way to be. So hi Harry. Hi Lissy. How was your new year? Oh, my new year was so nice. We decided to have a house party over at really good friends who live around the corner. And it was very much like, you know, the pressure of new year that everyone always feels. And it's always an anticlimax. So the fact that we were like, there is no pressure. We're having a house party. It immediately made everyone relax, I think. And we had a lot of fun. We went and watched the fireworks from a hill uh in round by us in like southeast london and actually we hadn't been there before and it's amazing you can see the whole london skyline Mm. uh completely from like left to right so not only did we see 
the London Eye fireworks. We could actually see fireworks going off all across London. It was it was really cool. Like it's quite fun to watch them all because they're all going off at the same time. So they, it looks like a, it's been designed that way. It was very very fun. And yes. then we went back to the house and decided it was definitely the best time to play a game. You know the one where you get a cardboard box mm-hmm. and you have to peel off the cardboard box <laughs> yep. layers uh, to play a round of that. Oh, so, good. Uh, yeah, Some pretty lunging. much did, yeah, did a lot of lunging. Uh, realised I need to do a lot more stretching. <laughs> uh, and was a little bit disappointed that I only came about fifth, I think. Oh, no. Yeah, I think I need to up my game. Yeah. But uh, there was, it was a strong team. There were a lot of really good people there. <laughs> so my resolution for next year is to up my game. <laughs> do more yoga. Yes. Win the cardboard box. Game. Yeah. So we've discussed how we might start doing it every year because it's a really good way to check in and how flexible you are. <laughs> so even when we're 50, we'll all still be doing it. <laughs> the New Year's benchmark on flexibility. Exactly. <laughs> how was your New Year? Um, mine was surprisingly awesome it kind of came out of uh, the plans came out of nowhere at the last minute mm. so I, I was at work on New Year's Eve and was still kind of saying oh I'm probably not doing anything tonight I'm just going to stay in on my own and <laughs> uh, within a couple of hours I had a plan for um, three other people to come over to mine and we always planned to go running over midnight mm. um, so we went out running at about 20 to 12 but the um, plan wasn't to drink so much gin before we went out but that ended up happening so <laughs> from about half seven till half eleven we just sat and drank gin then I made some um, gin jelly shots oh. which was an inspired idea of my colleague because he was like well then you can go running with them so we made <laughs> jelly shots we took them running with us um, we ran about a mile and a half up the river, turned around, came back again, got to the park uh, on the river for midnight, saw some fireworks, had a jelly shot, came back home, had some more jelly shots, went to bed. Great. Sounds great. And they worked really well, so I might put the recipe I used up on the site. I was thinking, I've never had a successful jelly shot. It always seems to just be like a bit of, like a lot of alcohol pulled at the bottom and that yeah. is not it was, nice. it, They went perfectly, actually. They were gin and tonic flavoured, mm. gin, tonic and lime. Um, yeah, apparently they were quite potent. I didn't think they were too bad. Yeah, but you'd had a lot of gin by this point. <laughs> and um, consequently, as a result of this, my brother's also sent me a recipe for um, gin and tonic slush puppy. Oh. So I feel like I this, is a real, as well. this is a summer activity. The yeah. many ways we can drink gin and tonic. Definitely holding on to that one for summer. <laughs> Good work, I feel. Good yeah. work. Having never run, having had alcohol before, it was an interesting experience. Yeah. Could you tell? Like, oh, yeah. You were drunk enough that it oh, was yeah. like... Oh, we were getting into our kit guys... and we were like... Is this a good idea? Really probably do- not. This probably like we probably shouldn't advocate this. No, no, I think literally a couple of miles was our limit, and we were kind of like weaving all over the place. So you were a hazard to other people. There was a lot of people out as well, and they were kind of all walking into town, and they were just shouting, "Yeah, go! Yeah, you're running!" And they were like, yeah. "Next year I'm going to be you." We got so much love; it was great. Aww. I was going to say there was definitely a mixed response around the table when I was telling my friends at the house party. I was, at. I was like, "Yeah, my friends are going for a run," and they were like really <laughs> yeah i got but, an awful lot of stick at work for it beforehand i'm uh, like just do a normal thing i was like no i want to go running <laughs> i think the thing though is to me that is a normal thing mm-hmm. to do like i don't feel like it's a weird idea i'm like that was a cool idea i like this idea so uh yeah maybe we just li- we live in a new world where i'd say go running if you want to yeah so tell me about your running of re- of late post the january we're into january yep it's no longer Christmas. There's no excuses to sit still anymore. No, it's all new year, new me, whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's do runners highs and runners lows. Yeah. Um, so I've actually got quite a lot of highs this Ooh. time. I've got four, in fact. Oh, nice. I know. It's unusual. So first one was I went to track um, in mm. between Christmas and New Year, which was great. 
um it was great because there was um me and ben who i went with and there was literally two other people on the track and wow. it was great so it was like i had the whole place to ourselves yeah uh, not so great was that it absolutely chucked it down oh. by the time we were finished it was really windy and coming around the corner onto the 100 meter straight was like bleak as hell but <laughs> it felt good afterwards yeah um went to park run on the 2nd of january so my home one at mile end which was the first one of the year they didn't really do festive ones at mile end mm-hmm. so that was a nice one to go to um and i'm really enjoying going to park run not wearing my watch and then just kind of mm. seeing how i get on and i always it. do much better so i thought i was really slow and actually did a fairly good time um and then the sunday after that i ran 17k with my housemate gosha just cracked out 17k um so she's training for barcelona marathon and she was like oh come running with me you can just go come for a little bit then turn Mm. around and come back and then i was really enjoying myself um we got as far as the olympic park or like almost olympic park and i was like i really want to go in there because i I love running around there and then by this point it was like i might as well just run the whole thing with you yeah i'm kind of it would be annoying to run back i would have thought yeah and uh, we were absolutely soaked again Oh, the it's weather. raining a lot at the moment. The weather so, has not been our friends. Again, it was one of those ones where I might as well have just kept running because I was going to be colder if I got on the overground. Yes. Um, and on Tuesday, I ran to Greenwich from Tower Hill along the river, and we went along the south side, which I've never done that route to Greenwich before. Mm. So that was awesome because it wasn't raining. Yay! <laughs> it was actually really nice and mild, and um, <laughs> yeah, it was just lovely running by the river. So yeah, how about your highs? Very good. I don't have as many highs. I'm finding I'm still finding it hard to get into running in the new year. I had a few nice runs over Christmas, and then I think it's mostly been the weather. the The rain has been putting me off mm. a lot. Um, but I have managed to do. I did a really nice run Tuesday. We've reinstated. I run with a couple of friends, uh, kind of occasionally. And then when I was marathon training, they really came with me every week. It was really nice, and they are speedy guys so I basically spend the whole run running after them (laughs) but I love the feeling after Mm. so uh, I went out with one of those guys on Tuesday night and we did a really quick lap of the river similarly but the other end we were like at either end Mm. of the time we went down to Vauxhall and it just exactly it was a nice mild night and it because it'd been raining so much it kind of was great to get out and feel feel out in the fresh air I felt very appreciative that I wasn't running in the rain yeah it started raining just before we left and i was almost kind of on the edge of tantrum of being like i'm not going and then it stopped so that was good <laughs> yeah it's it's just bleak when it's mm. raining which leads us quite nicely on to our lows i think i could share yeah. my low first i had a run commute fail this week i tend to run to commute twice a week and um thursday morning got up it was pouring with rain and i was like oh i really don't want to run in the rain uh, I decided I could still run. I only run one way. I say run commute. I do one one way. Uh, so I was like, well, I'll run home after work. So I got ready for work to the point where I had all my clothes on and w- went to leave the house. And it stopped raining and it seemed really nice outside. Mm. And I thought, I'm missing an opportunity here. And if I run to work, it actually can be quicker than getting the train. So I was like, okay. So I got changed. By the time I had got changed, I got back outside. Uh, I managed to get to the bottom of my road and it started to piss with rain. And I was like, the world is just against me right now. And I was wearing my glasses, which is never a good idea in the rain, because then you get rain on your face and you can't see. Oh, no. So I decided to take my glasses off and then proceeded to run the next mile and a half with my glasses in my pocket, running kind of blind in the pouring rain. So it was all a bit horrible. <laughs> and not, I don't know. Normally I'm not that, like, feel that bad about it. Normally I will just get on with it, but... Thursday I was just not having any of it I think I was feeling stressed because I needed to get to work I aimed to get to work early and 
I was now cutting it fine and it was stressing me out. So in the end, I ditched it and got on the train. <laughs> but I then did run home in the evening and I really enjoyed it because it wasn't raining and it kind of felt like a really good release. So yeah, I don't know what my advice is for that. <laughs> Try and overcome running in the rain. <laughs> Be more prepared for running in the rain. Be more prepared for running in the rain. Probably Maybe. don't split second change your mind. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Um, My lows are how... Oh, so I ran 17k last weekend mm. and then I haven't felt so ill after running for quite some time. So we've mentioned before how I don't like running in the summer because I get really dehydrated and then I've spent the whole rest of the day yes. feeling sick. That's basically what happened to me on Sunday. So I think I just was really dehydrated. It was like two days after New Year's Eve, so I probably yeah. was just not fueled well enough and I didn't take any fuel with me so for 17k not drinking or eating is probably See, not great. We were a bit unprepared I would have Well thought. yeah I wasn't really planning on to go that far. Mm. but I hadn't felt that ill after running for quite some time it got to the point in the evening where I just had I didn't even eat all my dinner and I just had to go to bed because I was just horrible Um, and also I'm a bit annoyed I didn't go to park run this weekend but I chose sleep so I'm not going to feel too bad about that because sleep is good this is it a lot of this week I have chosen sleep I woke up um, and I actually put banana beside my bed last night, so I woke up and didn't even oh. have to eat my breakfast. I could eat my You're breakfast like in bed, to go. but I was just—I'm too too warm and too tired. So next time, next week. There's always next week, as we discuss. However, we're also running tomorrow, so that leaves. Yeah, we can save your legs. We're just going to do a little recap on all the things we're training for this year, and um, well, I guess I'm not training for anymore. All the things. <laughs> all the things. <laughs> I haven't run a race since September the fourteenth. Oh my god. And tomorrow I'm running my first race. (laughs) And it's going to be in Regent's Park. (laughs) Yeah, really exciting. Um, So yeah, we're doing Regent's Park 10k tomorrow morning. Um, I'm quite looking forward to it. Yeah, so am I. Couple of laps. I like, they sent us a race back in the post. It was very nice. There's lots in it. I think it's just going to be a nice, chilled race. Quite for brunch afterwards. Local one. Oh, Um, looking forward to brunch. What else are we training for? Oh, I'm training for Brighton Half, which we've mentioned before, which is in eight weeks' time. Maybe, eight weeks? Maybe seven weeks now, actually. Yeah, it'll be seven weeks this weekend. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. It'll be my third year in a row running it. Very good. I see you have your plan on your wall. I do. Your totes are ready all over it. Uh, yeah, I had a really good first week. Not so good the second week, but it's fine. Hmm. I'm not feeling too bad about it. And uh, we're both... Well, we're not training yet because it's a while away, but we're mm. both going to do Run Hackney in May. We are. That's very exciting. I'm I'm needing a goal because obviously Hackney being a little bit further away means that I'm floundering around a little bit in the training plan. So I am possibly going to do something. So I have two weeks of skiing in the last week of Feb and the first week of March. So it's a little bit in the way of a, a spring half marathon. Mm. So I don't know. We need. I'm throwing it out there. Questions on spring half marathons. I have done, I have options, things like the Palace Half, which is in Hampton Court Palace, which I have done before, but maybe we'd like to do something new. So I'm wondering if anyone listening has any good recommendations for like a March, April half marathon. March, April, I'm not sure off the top of my head. No. Unless you go abroad. I know. <laughs> which isn't I ideal. I don't have any money. Don't don't suggest abroad ones. I'm sorry one, abroad ones can't be for now. <laughs> Haven't got any money. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, and that's the first half of our year. Have you started to think about the second half? No, yeah. not at all. Other than, well, two weeks after Hackney, I'm running Gothenburg half. Yeah, you're having a half... You, 
you've done the thing where you were like, I'm not doing any races, and now you're like, I'm doing all of the races. Okay, so yeah, I've got three halves in this year so far, so I'm I'm going to leave it until I get after those before I think about any more, I think. Yeah. But I'm really excited about Gothenburg because it's the world's biggest half marathon. It does sound very cool. I think it's like 65,000 people. Um, the second biggest is oh Great North Run. It also sounds really big, though. Yeah, it does sound really big, but I'm really excited. I've never been to Sweden before, so yeah, that's exciting. Um and I'm going to Barcelona for the marathon again, but I'm not running mm-hmm. again. So, are you going to stay in the same place you stayed last time? No, we're staying somewhere different, but very, very close by to yes. the race. Because I think that was what was great about that apartment. You could see, yeah, the whole. You could see the race out of our apartment window, so that was good. But no, that'll be good as well. Yay, more running tourism. Yeah, I do like running tourism. 2015 was a big year. <laughs> 2016 yeah. is my quiet year. <laughs> I think that's fair enough. Yeah, but yeah, so I need to hatch. Oh, further to the spring half marathon discussion. I need to hatch a September, October plan too. Mm. I was going to enter the Royal Parks, Violet. I've never done Royal Parks. Yes, that's a good one to enter. But it's quite late, isn't it? It's like October. Yeah, second week of October. Yeah, so I'd like to have something a little bit earlier than that. Half marathon suggestions. Yeah, generally. Let's have them. So we thought we should continue on with our London series and share our London love with you. Lizzie, tell me about your favourite London museum. My favourite London museum is the London Transport Museum because I am an absolute tube geek and you can go and stand in old tube carriages and it's really cool. That's pretty much the only reason. (laughs) That is cool. Do they have like all the artwork there as well? Yeah, so one of the really awesome, awesome exhibitions that I think I went to three or four times when it was on Maybe it was last... Three or four times? Yeah. Wow. I think it was maybe... It wasn't last year. It was maybe the year before, so 2014 mm. it was on. Um, was a huge exhibit of all of the poster art throughout the ages. Um, so I went to uh, like the opening night and I had like a tour by the curator. And then mm. I think I went back a few times. Because it was on for a few months. Um, but they do have a permanent exhibition of some of the posters as well. Um, and it's really cool. And it's not just tubes. So they have buses in there and... Um, maybe some stuff about the river as well it's really cool I just, I'm just absolutely fascinated by the tube because it was made so long ago and it still works like actually really efficiently obviously it has some shit days but if you think about when it was built and what it was built for it mm. was never built to carry the amount of people it does and the amount of trains it does so as much as when I'm squashed on the central line I'm like this is horrible sometimes some of the stations are just incredible so yeah I love it also good thing thing is if you buy a ticket it lasts for a whole year so you can keep going back for free which is why i went so many times oh okay that's a very good trick Mm. good to know i've never been so it sounds like we're a long overdue a trip yeah and it's just in covent garden so it's really easy to get to cool let's get there um shall i tell you what mine is yes do okay mine is it's called the grand museum of zoology which is in ucl university and i came across it because one of my goals one year was all around uh, trying to go to new talks and lectures and trying to hear, kind of go to different things in London. And this is a museum that houses specimens and um, skeletons of animals. Okay. <laughs> you look literally freaked out. It, so it's it, just not something I would expect you to be like, yeah, I want to go look at some specimens. It's like really, really, really gross, but mm. amazingly fascinating at the same time. And it's not very big. So it feels a little bit like 
you're going into a small kind of like a seminar room at university or mm. a lecture room it's not big it's all wood and then it is crammed full and it's i've looked it up sixty-eight thousand different <laughs> skeletons specimens things preserved in fluid oh, okay so they're all in like jars and yeah things. and there's jars and drawers and it feels stuffed full of different types of animals and it's just fascinating and it feels like it's creaking with history like the people who've lectured there and taught there because it's a part of the university people who study zoology still go there mm. and still have classes so i think i love the history of it as much as the looking at all the quite gross creepy things there's like a jar of preserved moles <laughs> which i didn't like very much no and a giant skeleton of a um deer on the first wall when you come in it but it's it's i think impressive because it makes you appreciate like animal kind mm. and the variety that you get and the different species that are available and I, I you know one of those things is there it's there for research and investigation to understand that environment and I really like that that's definitely a, a left field one to try out for sure yeah there's another one called the Hunterian Museum which I really want to go to which is a similar thing so as it's January, I thought now would be a great time to talk about all the amazing ways that we're changing our life for the better. Or rather, not. Um, <laughs> uh, we have New Year's resolutions that we yeah, discussed the last time we were here. But I think this is what we're about to say is in keeping with our New Year's resolutions because we were quite conscious to set realistic ones. Mm, it's about we... forming new habits. Yes. So I tweeted the other day an amazing article called, or titled, how to be a moderately successful person which was originally on the opinion section of the guardian and it got a lot of love on twitter when i tweeted it and it's basically um one of the best things i've read in quite a long time actually it's just everything that i think is so true about modern life <laughs> um so it's basically saying uh no one wants to be a highly successful person because um like it's just it's just too much effort and actually it's quite stressful yeah being moderately successful is is the way to be <laughs> and oh, i have to find the quote that someone said on twitter they were like no i think just like pootling along is exactly like what i aim for in life and i was like <laughs> no no that's that's exactly it it reminds me of last time when we were like i'm like i'm thankful for being a functioning human being <laughs> yeah exactly she basically said everything that we were trying to say then in like one perfectly formed article yeah so it was great it's very i think it's about it's so down to earth and it's in truthfulness and it's art in um she just doesn't beat around the bush she just tells it as it is i love my favorite ones start every to-do list with a make a to-do list because then you can tick it off <laughs> And for me, my the most satisfaction from a to-do list is the fact I can tick it all off. Yeah, I've never done this before, but literally on in the first head. day back from work at work, I did this. I And now I've started doing it every day this week. The first <laughs> thing on my to-do list is write a to-do list and I cross it off. And it's the best feeling ever. Sometimes I write things like, write big list. Because I'm doing my daily to-do list, but of course I need to do the big list. It's like, you know, the one for the whole week. Yeah. So on Monday, there's always a make a big list. <laughs> oh, make yeah. a big list. And then a daily list. Yeah, and then Two a to-do list. <laughs> but so, I am the person for to-do lists. Some other highlights from this article, which we will uh, tweet and put on the show notes, the link to, because it's great. Uh, eat normal things. Uh, follow this innovative diet plan. Breakfast feeds for breakfast, lunch feeds for lunch, dinner feeds for dinner. And I completely agree with that because people eat all kinds of random crap for breakfast at the moment and I think it's weird. Well, saying that, have you ever experienced Brinner? Breakfast <laughs> Brinner. for dinner. That is one of my favourite meals. 
<laughs> Although I've just said that out loud, and when I was doing Whole Thirty, I ate mince for breakfast quite a lot, and it was really good. You ate mince for breakfast. Yeah. In what kind of format? Like in a in a kind of like tomato sauce format with sweet potato, avo. That's like tomatoes. spaghetti bolognese. It's like spaghetti way. bolognese without the without the spaghetti. I don't know. I don't know, Lissy. I struggle with the whole eat rice for breakfast thing. It took a long while to get used to, mm. and I haven't gone back to it since. So maybe it's not like a good idea. But no. You know, eggs are breakfast food. Eggs are great. Eggs are great. And you can eat, eat them for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> also <my> dinner food. <laughs> I like just a healthy dollop of tri- chill in the grooming department. Yeah, I love that she's just like, let yourself go a little bit. I think sometimes I stress a lot about how I, I'm not very good at looking put together, particularly in a work environment. But, you know, I like brush my hair and try and have neat nails. I feel like that's an achievement yeah, of its own. Exactly. It's enough to make me feel like I'm put together. My absolute favourite was the, the last point of the article called The Rule, which um, uh, is the our fuck it rule. So sometimes it, if it's all just going a bit wrong, it says then go for a bottle of wine with another moderately <laughs> successful person who is also saying, ah, oh, fuck it, and just talk about fun stuff like books and feminism and films and sex. That sounds like a good day anyway, even if yeah. it's not all going wrong. So Can we just do that anyway? So I've just found the the quote back to me on Twitter. So it was Simon Webb and he responded saying, I think there's no better way than muddle along just fine. Yeah. I'm like, I like muddling along just fine. That sounds good. I think we need to initiate into this podcast sometimes uh, the Call Your Girlfriend style glass of wine. Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel right now we'd be cheersing. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of cheersing... We've got other stuff to celebrate this week. So, first of all, hopefully you will have noticed that we might sound a little bit less like we're recording in a cave. <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's more like a cave. Maybe that's a good thing. But anyway, we should sound better. Check check our Instagram, Twitter. We tweeted a, a lovely photo of our new microphones. Yes. We've got some friends in high places who've hooked us up. We now have an official engineer helping us. So, thank you very much, Paulie. <laughs> Thanks, Paulie. We have many people who are helping us now, actually, along the way, and we're really lucky to know, to have some good contacts. Yes. So, also excitingly, we're having a bit of a OFTR rebrand. So, head over to our website to check it out. It is oftrpodcast.wordpress.com. Yeah, and you'll see it all over our other social channels as well. So, on Twitter and Instagram, which are both at oftrpodcast, you'll see our brand new branding, which is really exciting. Let us know what you think. Yeah, do. And then the final thing is we are going to start sending out a newsletter for the weeks in between when we're not talking. So if you want to get that in your inbox, also head over to our website or on Twitter. We'll put up the details as well. It's basically a way to just share with you some more further rambling of our own. (laughs) But it'll be running, life-related, tidbits of knowledge. Yeah, we spend a lot of time on the internet, so we thought we'd share some of the cool stuff we find. So that's it for this time. See you in a fortnight. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.